Saturday morning, we're going to be there also doing some, um, you know, some cleaning up around the building, so forth, so on. So if you're available, I definitely encourage or invite you all to come on and beautify the house of God. Amen. So that's one line of business. And the other thing that um, that I have is um, continue to keep our pastor and his family in our prayers. It's a, it's it's a heavy weight when you venture it into the area that they're going through right now, and it's not something that easy. He may not show it, and he may not say it, and he's not going to ever say it or open his mouth and say. But um, you know, I've been around the block a little bit, and I I can read certain things, and um, and you know, when, whenever our leaders go in being in the position of of taking up additional responsibilities, for the lack of a better word, additional responsibilities, it, it comes with a little bit more weight, if you please. And and I, if you're not careful, that can weigh you down. So, you know, we need to lift up our leaders, especially our pastor, that the Lord give us, um, that he can continue to sustain him, strengthen him, give him wisdom and direction, that he will continue to proclaim the word of God. This is now taking us to another level, which is about souls. You know, it's always in the beginning about souls, and it's going to be until the end of time about souls. This is, as we always say, this is not for us to go out there and say, hey, look what we have. This is not what it's about. You know, it, it's going to come with a lot of headaches, of course, a lot of togetherness. Uh, we need to be prayerful in every aspect of what we're doing, that the Lord will continue to keep us, direct us, and that it will continue to bless us amen um next week's friday and saturday i think that they have in a prayer conference um up in newark at um pastor boys the church um in, um so if you're available next week friday and saturday um it's going to be a good time you know to be you know worshiping the lord so if you're available you want to be a part of the service you know power pack service uh, encourage or invite you all to be a part of it if you're able to and um, you know, this month, you can see on the, the boards going around, there's a lot of things going coming up in the few next couple of months as far as um, prior conferences, different things going on. So um, try to be a part of whatever you can be a part of, support whatever you can support, and that the Lord will continue to bless us and keep us. Amen. I'm going to invite you all to stand with us at this time. We're going to pray and ask the Lord to direct us tonight and um, that will bless our Bible study that whatever will be discussed tonight, amen, it will be going towards his glory and that we will get the praise at the end of the day. Um, again, I welcome everyone for being here tonight and sacrificing the time. I know the weather and the outside um, <laughs> um, is not the greatest, but we can live with the weather on the outside. I mean, the folks down south, they're having it worse than what we're having. You know, no power in Houston, certain sections. Power is out, temperature cold, ice on the pole line, break everything down. And that, that that's tough to be in when you're in conditions like those. So pray for those that are less fortunate, those that are in need. You know, pray that the Lord will, you know, be with them and that they will be strengthened and they will be, you know, nice and warm. Amen. If there's anyone with any special prayer request tonight, we want to raise your hand if you can. We're going to pray and uh, have some hands are going around, look around, um, that the Lord will have his way and um, touch us and keep us together. 
that his will will be done in the life of our people. Amen. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer as we pray tonight. Father God, we love you. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us another privilege and opportunity to be in your presence one more time. You are truly great and greatly to be praised. We honor you, Lord God. We give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord. Great is your name and greatly to be praised. Father God, there is none like you. There is none to compare. You are the one that is and that is to come. You are our keeper. You are our redeemer. You are our savior. Lord God, we thank you for being so good to us, Lord God. Nothing good that we have done. Oh God, but because of your love and your mercies, oh God, we thank you, Lord God, for keeping us, oh God. Father God, as we pray tonight, we ask your will to be done in our Bible study tonight, Lord God, that you'll use me for your glory and for your honor tonight, Lord God. I pray you will direct every word that comes out of my mouth tonight, Lord God. I pray that you'll use me as an instrument, Lord God, to deliver the words you want me to say tonight, Lord. Lord God, we pray for every person in our service tonight, for our online congregation, Lord God. We pray and ask you, Lord God, that you'll touch them. Those that are sick in their body tonight, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that those that need healing in their body tonight, we ask you, Lord God, to heal them completely and that they will be whole in the name of Jesus. Father God, as we pray, Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, that you'll continue to bless, oh God, our congregation, Lord God. Bless every family, Lord God. Bless every home, oh God. I pray and ask you, Lord God, that you will continue to work on the desire, the good desires of our heart. Oh, God, and that we'll continue to strive to be what you call us to be in the time and the hours that we're living in, knowing the time is nigh, Lord God. Oh, God, help us to awake out of our sleep and look up to you from whence cometh our help, oh, God. Father God, as we pray tonight, Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, that you'll help us, Lord God, to continue to look to you, Lord. Help us, Lord God, to lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily beset us and run this race with patience looking to you the author and the finisher of our life you are the one that is and that has, is to come you are our redeemer you are our savior you are our keeper our lord we adore you we exalt you great is your name and greatly to be praised there is none like you there is none to compare you are the one that is and that is to come your name is jesus oh god there is salvation in the name of jesus there is healing in the name of Jesus. Dimber, demons tremble at the name of Jesus. And we're so glad tonight we can call on the name of Jesus that save our souls from, oh, from sins, oh God. We're so glad that we know you for ourselves, oh God. And Father God, we ask you to help us, Lord God, to continue to worship you. Oh God, help us not to be ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it's the power of God and to salvation. Oh God, you're saying in Acts that you shall receive power. And after that, the Holy Ghost is come upon us, Lord God. Help us to be witnesses, oh God. Help us not to be ashamed, oh God, to speak and to call on the name of Jesus. Lord God, we love you. Oh, we adore you tonight, Lord God. We exalt your name tonight, Lord God. Let your will be done, oh God. Let your kingdom come, Lord God. Prepare us, Lord God. You say you're going to prepare a place for us. That way you are, we may be also, Lord God. Help us that when the trumpet sound, oh God, we'll be ready.
worthy to make heaven our home. We'll be worthy to make it in the rapture, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to direct us, oh God. Keep us tonight, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, for strength in our pastor's body tonight. Touch him and his family tonight, Lord God. We ask you to sustain them, Lord God. Keep them, Lord God. Give them wisdom and direction, Lord God. Continue, Lord God, to provide for them spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially, Lord. Oh God, as we commit them in your hands tonight, Lord God, we ask you to continue to use them for such a time as this, Lord God. For we know, Lord God, this world is not our home. Oh God, help us, Lord God, to continue to look to you. Father God, we love you. We honor you, Lord God. We worship you tonight and we ask your will to be done. As we give you all the praise in the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Let's just give the Lord a round of applause tonight. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We adore you, Lord God. We adore you. Thank you, Lord God, for being so good to us, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. If you can just remain standing for just another minute or so, just want to read the scriptures, and then you may be seated. Amen. Praise God. Um, if you have your Bible, I'm going to ask you to turn with me to Psalms 34. I'm going to read three verses from Psalms 34, verses 1 to 3. In Psalms 34, amen. You can look on the media section. The scripture is up there. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Psalms 34, verses 1, it said, I will bless the Lord at all times. It didn't say at some times. All is all, all the time. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. He said, uh, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. In verse 3 said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Amen. Again, want to give a shout out to our online congregation tonight. Amen. We pray, do hope you're having a warm time in your home. I'm sure you are. Amen. It's warm in the house of God here tonight. Amen. Amen. No, no, no better place to be sometime and to be in the house of the Lord, Sister Jay. Amen. Um, you know, there, there, there's so many directions that I can go with this verse of scripture that I just read. Um, but if I should leave a subject with us tonight, um, it's, I just want to say thanks. Simple subject. I just want to say thanks. Um, you know, look, looking over my life, and um, see see where the Lord has brought me from to to where I am today. I am grateful, very grateful for for all the things that He has done for us, for my life, for our lives. Um, you know, my wife has been there from day one. Um, you know, ever since, you know, um, you know, we came into the church, 
um, you know, we've, we've been hanging in there together. And, um, you know, we've been in the church for, for a long time. And I remember before I got into the church, uh, my grandmom, years ago before she migrated to the States, when she was in Jamaica, she, um, she, I remember on Sunday morning, she used to bring, you know, us to their Anglican church. It's, it's, it's you know, they call it Anglican church. But um, I know we used to get up early in the morning and we'll take the taxi. Taxi will take us to church. We'll worship for an hour and then we get back home. Um, but it was until, not before I go to until. Um, so, so I remember, you know, as a boy growing up trying to uh, find my place, if you please. Um, you know, try to get involved in anything that I could possibly get involved in. Um, I always want to be an independent person. And, you know, for most of us, or most of you that know me, know that I work very hard for what I accomplish in life. I don't sit back and it comes easy. Um, I remember when I came from Jamaica, I worked three jobs, and I went to a community college at the same time. So, oh, did you do that, Brother Scarlett? If I should tell you, oh, I did it, I'll be lying to you. And I'm, be, I'm being very honest with you, but I did it. Um, because, Brother D, I wanted to have my own independence. My mom, you know, helped all the kids that were in Jamaica and we all had the privilege, you know, because I have an older brother that was here who was still living in Pennsylvania. My mom, I have a sister that's living in Pennsylvania also. She's still around. And um, so they all joined together and they sponsor all the kids and grandkids that were in Jamaica at the time. It was all together 13 of us that went to the embassy. They gave us all you know, our permanent documents. We, we came, you know, from the adults to all the children. We got all our legal documents, our green card, came in the country. And then, you know, we came in, of course, because of one of the legal regulation with the immigration system, if you sponsor someone from another country, you have to show financial responsibility that you can support that person either for whatever duration, two years, five years, or whatever terms that they have there. So we have proof of all that. They have proof of all that, that they, they, they would able or they could. But so, you know, we came in. Everyone came, brother, sister. We all pack up in mom's home. She have a big house. So all of us, you know, live from the top, the attic, which was finished, all the way to all the room. In fact, <laughs> in fact, um, my... Um, my, my grandmom have a room, and she had a twin bed, and my wife and I was in my grandmom's room, so we were sleeping in a twin bed, and I'm like, you, you, you know, it, it's so funny, because, you know, I always tell my wife, I always tell my wife that I don't mind having a twin bed, because when you, when you have a twin bed, um, you, you, you're closer together, if you please, stay, stay with me for a little bit. You, you know, um, so, you know, we stay in the room until, you know, 
God, God bless us. You know, we, we were able to, you know, move up from there. We had a little apartment. And um, when we had our little apartment, I think that's when Ethan came on the scene. <laughs> Amen. But God has blessed us. We left from that one little apartment, and we're able to uh, get a two-bedroom apartment. It's a blessing. So, you know, we're moving on up, you know. But that was because of our faithfulness and our willingness not just want to sit back and expect things to drop in our hands, if you know what I mean. But during the, in the midst, don't, don't, I remember my, my auntel, so I'm going to try to remember my auntel because that's a part of another story I want to share. But during the midst of all that was going on, um, you know, I, I was able to, you know, um, after a few years being in the state, because we, we, we've been together for God knows. I, 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 don't, I don't even keep track, to be honest, of how long we've been together. Um, um, <laughs> so... We went, I went down after a few years, communicate back and forth, flew into Jamaica a couple of weeks here and there, um, filed for her um, to come up, support someone. I'm kind of going back and forth with the story. Was this slide was posted before then, but that's all right. You get the gist of what I'm saying. So, you know, we, after getting, waiting for the documentation to come through for her to get into the state, of course, that was also not a process, Brother D., it was not an easy process, and I'm sure Brother Bradley can relay a little bit to this part of the story that I'm going to share right now. The, the, the interesting part of my story, what's much deeper than Brother Bradley's uh, story, was I had to wait three years and three months before my wife could get into the state. It was a privilege for me to travel once a month. I could only travel twice per year, if you please. And I only allow to take either a week or two, I think maximum three, if, if I was able to, I think one point, I was able to tr stay three weeks because of all my other obligation here in the state. So, um, you know, we, we, we stay faithful to the Lord, committed uh, to each other and all the old, old nine yard. But, you know, I, I'm thankful to God for, for, for keeping us together. And when, when, when you are in God, I'm telling you, church, God will keep you. You, you, you know, we, we, we make a lot of mistakes in life because we want to, to say have our own identity, so to speak. So, um, so check this out. My, my, one of my brother, um, older brother, got involved in drugs and everything, was doing very well doing drugs. Um, in fact... But before I get to that part of the story, um, when we were living back home, you know, he used to smoke his weed. And he know that, you know, I didn't support it. I didn't like it. I didn't like to smell, blow, have the nerves to come and blow the weed in my face. You know, so uh, something in me just want to, like, just knock him over, brother D. But there's something was saying, no, you're a Christian, you know. So, oh dear, eventually he would get the message and eventually... It will stay in his, his lane, and then I'll stay in my lane. So he came here. He had the privilege, of course. He was a part of the group that came over. He came here, got himself involved in drugs, doing so well. And um, I, I, I can talk so with, with this assurance because, um, you know, he passed away several years ago. And I, I remember when he was doing so well, 
we drove from Florida to, to Pennsylvania when I was living in Pennsylvania. And, um, you know, he gave me his truck to drove, so I drove it to the car wash. Wasn't too familiar with the sunroof. I had a sunroof open in the truck. So while I'm going through the car wash, then the rain started to come down. I'm there pushing buttons, trying to find out what's going on here. I'm like, looking. It's raining on the inside. So, you know, because I wasn't familiar with the vehicle, so obviously the sunroof was open. And uh, all the rain came down. You know, I was soaked, man. I was sitting there, but I was soaked. I thought I was going through the car wash. You know, but, um, you know, he, he had his money. And to this day, with all the money that went through Zan, he never gave me a red dime. Not a single penny he have never invested and said, little brother, here's something to put away. I didn't go to him and I didn't ask him for a penny. And, um, you know, I'll stuck around with my mom and I'll help my mom get, you know, into debt with my mom because I want to make sure. Because she, she put herself out there to make sure her children are taken care of. My mom would work seven days if she have to work seven days to make sure all her children go out there and get meal on their, on their food. Um, so she also was an independent person, but she was a stubborn person. She would smoke, and no one could tell her not to smoke. My dad, on the other hand, he was a heavy drinker. He would drink six days out of the seven days, Brother D. And I told myself, as I growing up as a child, that one, I was never going to smoke, and two, I was never going to be a drinker. And yes, I made a commitment and that promise. And until today, I thank God for keeping me to that promise. Because it's not so easy when you're growing up in that kind of environment with drugs, with, you know, alcohol, and with everything else around. And for you to be able to separate yourself and to live a godly life in that kind of world that we're living in, it's not easy. But when you have a made-up mind to do what you want to do, if God is for us, no one can be against us. So I just want to go back to my until part of the story that I was sharing. So it, w- it was until back to my grandma's church. It was until I, I, after being involved in the marching band, get involved in the music and everything while I was there. Then a friend of mine that was also a part of the marching band invited me to the church, to my home church, which we've been there for God knows forever since we've been there. So when I got into the church, I know what true worship was and what it is to be a Pentecostal. There was something different from what my grandma brought me into and tried to show me. And then when I can identify myself and say, this is what I like, this is what I enjoy, this is where you can find that welcome, so to please. It was such a joy for me. And until, you know, then I was able to, you know, involve in uh, my music role while I was there, do everything that involved in ministry while I was there. And um, when, when the Lord brought me to the, to the state, you know, um, realizing that, you know, the lifestyle of America is not the same as Jamaica. Where you can lay back, it's not here in America, you can just lay back. Because you have to pay your light bills. If you're in Jamaica and your light turn out, you can light your candle or you can light your curse scene or you can still see. Or your lamp, that's it. <laughs> or you can bridge it, you know. So these are some of the things that wasn't easy. So you don't even have to worry about light. Yes, we needed it. 
but you didn't, it, it didn't matter. You could sit back, relax, don't go to work if you don't want to go to work, and still eat without not working. But you come to the state, it's not that way, my friend. You know, so, but I'm, I'm thankful to God because, you know, um, the scripture we read in Psalms 34, well, say, I bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I have a reason to praise him. I thank him for, for being so good to me. When, 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 when the songwriter says, when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out, thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Look, look, looking at the word thanks um, to some, thanks may be an informal way, but thank you may be a more formal way, if you please. Um, of course, they're both used in different, you know, sentences of words and so on. Um, but when, when, you, when, when you're saying thanks, you're expressing a gratitude, you're being grateful, and you're acknowledging something that was received or was done. Something that was given unto you, you're being thankful or th giving thanks for that. We have been most grateful for the, our entire life. The, I, I stumbled across the story, nice little story I, I stumbled across today. So while I was reading the story, um, I kind of reflect back and I say that, you know, this is something that I could read. You know, it's not long, but it, 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 it's a lot. So I'll try to go through as fast. It was a story that wrote by Shannon M. Rogers. Um, she studied psychologic, uh, psychologics at um, Anderson State University. She was the author. She wrote, oh, she have over 157 answers. And she have over 7.1 million answers and viewers in what she do. But her story was, my grandmother, she was our angel. My biological parents has lost the right for us when we were um, five, four, and one year old. My grandmother, who was 73 years old at the time, told the judge she would like to take all three of us and would make us a good home. She was the most unselfish person I have ever met. She could have let us go into a foster care, but she did not. She, want, uh, she didn't want us to be divided. She gave up most of her friends who didn't want to be around children. A lot of time we have family members that just don't want to be around certain people. If you're not my age, I'm not going to be around you. If, if you're going to take away from what I enjoy doing, this is not the crowd for me to be in. She gave up the money she had saved as she was a widow and lost her only son in a WW2, who she basically gave up her life as she knew it for three little grandchildren. Yet I have never heard one complaint, only expression 
we were special and loved. She, um, she, she, she was a, she likes to plant. So she plants uh, Irish, um, but she have a deep passion for soul. This I'm talking about grandma. She moved all of us, which are the children, from Texas to Arkansas so we could experience life in the country. She bought a 40-acre home with part of a creek, and we, and we city kids became country kids. She purchased each of us an horse and had a barn built. We were able to ride one of the horse to the creek and use him as a driving board. We had such fun. We also have a garden and we learned how to plant and eat our meal. It was the best thing she ever did for us. The first Sunday, we moved into a home. We joined a little country church down the road. Our church was a huge blessing to all of us. They were all so kind and loving. We became involved and started playing the piano for every service all vocational Bible school around the area. My best friend and I went to a nursing home in the area, and she sang while I play. We never thought about not going and enjoy it at all. When I went off to college, the church gave me a surprise going away shower and surround me with loves and di- love and gifts. The same thing happened when I got married. They gave me a lovely shower, uh, their love and appreciation to me. Their love was a gift. I was so shocked. My grandmom was the person I will always be most thankful for in my life. She taught us how to love, respect, and how to properly uh, with our Chinaware, teach us how to use our Chinaware. I remember as a child using Chinaware, I keep the, 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 the knife on the left and the fork on the right because there's not many people, you know, as a child growing up, will, will teach you these little things of how to properly use certain things as you're growing up. So if you're that type of person, you go into a restaurant and you're using the fork and the knife the wrong way. People looking at you like, where's this person come from? So, you know, in everything that we do in life, we got to be thankful for. You know, sometimes it's just that little things. It don't have to be that big things that get us all rowdy. But that small thing, that small word by saying, Thank you to someone goes a long way. You don't know the impact it does to that person by you just walk up and say, thank you. I love you. Because there's not many people in this world that have people coming up anymore and say thank you. I, I went to a customer this week, and um, I went to service this guy's home. So I went there, and of course, you know, he, he was a street guy. So he have all the slangs and everything that we talk. So... You know, I, I learned to adjust myself whenever I go to different customers. 
So, so you know, I went in, of course, and said, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, um, those things in the crib, you know. Um, you know, I started to use their slang because that's the way they talk. So you got you, you to gotta talk the way they talk, you know. Um, I, I, I said, you get, you get a crib, you get a crib cleaned up and everything. And he said, yeah, everything is ready for you, bro. You know, I've been waiting for you. I said, all right, that's what's up, you know. So, yeah, I'm being real. I'm I'm keeping it real. You know, because, you know, you want to make sure. You don't want to go there and and, and just try to be like, okay, you know, I I, I hear you, you know. You know, you want to be able to relate to that person. Because, you know, if you got to, you know, show you. If you want to win friends, you got to make sure you show yourself friendly. You can't think that you, you think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Because when you think that you are better than that person, that person is looking at you. And, you know, by me having those words exchanged into that guy, you know, it's like there was some, some kind of bond in there. He felt so comfortable with me, you know. And sometimes we have to just get out of our, our, our zone because when we when we so zone in to our own way, then that change. I mean, you know, we, we, we're getting ready to change and, trend, you know, going to our church. And if we're going to be witnesses for Christ, we're going to have to go there and reason and lever on the same level that they are. We can't go out there and say, you know, we, we are the church from down the street and we like to invite you. You have to go out there and knock punches with them. Yo, what's going on, bro? You know, yeah, what's uh, you know, I mean, you know, you, you got to talk to them on your level for them to be able to understand where you're going with whatever message you're trying to convey to them. And by you doing so, you'll be surprised to see how easy it is for you to win that person or talk to that person. Um, so let's continue a little bit more with grandma's story, and then I'll get off with grandma's story. So after learning how to use China wear and everything, um, yet the most important gift was her teaching us about God. The, the important things that these children, these children, of course, after grandma adopt them and take, take all her grandchildren under her arm. You know, they were so appreciative that grandma took them to church and grandma taught them how to do different things in life. And when, 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 when grandma, so, well, you know, I, I was hearing a story today. I think I was listening on the sports station. So um, they were, you know, of course, they were talking about the, um, the, the, the two brothers are going to be playing against each other um, from Egress and uh, uh, Kansas City. So mom, mom. Question was asked to mom. So, which which of the team are you cheering for for Super Bowl? Mom said, I- "I'm cheering for the oldest one because he have grandchildren. <laughs> the younger one later on may have, but not now." So, mom was on the side of the older son. Not saying she want to try to be neutral, but she was trying to keep it real, you know. Because the question was asked, "Which of the brothers or which of your son that you're going to be cheering for?" You know, so, you know, it's just saying this to say that when we have elderly, elders in our life, you know, treat them as your parents. Treat them with that love and respect. Because, you know, you, you don't know. They don't have a long time around us. And if we don't show them that love and let them know how much we love them, much how, how much we appreciate them, how much we thank them for being, you know, uh, uh, the golden vessels that the Lord lent to us, you know, you know, we, we, we all have, you know, an appointment with God. And we are not here forever to stay here on this earth forever. 
One day, regardless of how young or how old you are, one day you're going to go home back to your maker who brought you into this world. And so whenever we get the chance to let people know how much we love them, how much we, you know, just let them know how much we appreciate them and thankful for all the things. Just say thanks. It goes a long way. So um, while, while, while um, where, where am I? So um, I know she, she smiled and laughed at our silly jokes. That's grandma. She laughed and she smiled at our silly jokes. She turned one room into a music room where she brought my brother electric guitar and my, brother, my other brother a drum set and my piano. So all three children involved in music because mom see the potential in them. We play together not only in church and sing, um, but many other brought her happiness. So when they play the musical thing that grandma bought for them, it brings her so, so much happiness and so much joy. Because now she sees the potential in them to do great. And not only that, but they get involved so much in the nursing home and doing all these chores in the community. So when you see your children, you know, get involved and doing these little things, you have no choice than to feel so proud. You know, you feel proud that they're involved in the things of God and doing the things. So, so while they play and sing, one of the songs that grandma loved uh, one of the songs that they continued to play was, um, Oh Great Thou Heart. And then, you know, he said, when I was eight or year old, she would memorize it and insist, and every day she get the chance, she would play that song, Oh Great Thou Heart. Then since my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great the word. So you sitting and you hear those words singing and that music playing. It's just do something for you. And um, so they, they will just enjoy, grandma, enjoy every moment of it. And while they will keep, you know, doing what they, they, they did, you know, they just let grandma know they really appreciate grandma. They thank grandma for being there for them. Because if grandma didn't love them, as it said earlier in the story, grandma could easily turn them over to foster care. And grandma didn't want to do that because that would cause a rift in the family. So we, 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 we make sure we try to do what we can while we can. Amen. Uh, i got a few more things I want to share before we get ready to wrap up. We act as if thank you should be rever uh, re reserved for some special occasion. All, how often do you say thanks to other people? Do you say thank you to only those you love? Only those you wish to impress or judge or to be important or sprinkle their daily interaction with. Here are five reasons you should say thanks, thank you more often. Five reasons. I'm going to give you all five of them and then uh, we'll get ready to wrap up. The first one is it is the simplest form of expressing gratitude. Saying thank you is the simplest form of expressing gratitude and attitude. Gratitude is what keeps us happy. Being grateful for what you have in life, even small, smallest things bring more abundance and happiness in your life. Number two, people feel appreciated and loved. Thanking others never makes you in, uh, inferior. In fact, 
It shows great sign of respect to another person. Just by saying, you know, I appreciate you. Number three, making others feel good bring good back to you in an unpredictable way. Remember the story I told you. Oh, I uh, a thank you made me travel 34 miles just to buy a book. Just a thank you. I don't know how many of us can do that today. Travel for 34 miles. Then this is an a thank you. Or an art, if you please. Number four. Saying thanks makes you happier and healthier, if you please. Studies have confirmed that the simply act of saying thank you can lead you to a happier life when you express your thankfulness to others. It makes others feel great, but also make you feel great. It provides peace of mind and an inner happiness. And number five. It brings abundance in your life. When you say thank you, you attract that person or even other things. Think for example, do your friends come around you when you say thank you for their presence or every little effort when, when you condemn or criticize you? The act of being grateful, the difference between successful and unsuccessful people is that successful people are grateful for everything they have in life, while unsuccessful people are not. Think about that for a little bit. Uh, A successful person, you know, they're happy for what? I don't know if you've ever been around people that, they're just miserable. They're just not, you know, they're just not, they're just not happy with themselves. Um, and you know, it hurts sometimes because you, you, you're trying to, you, you see someone from afar and say, what can I do to help that person? Am I going out of my lane if I just walk up to the person and say, can I help you? Can I pray with you? Can I show some love to you even though I don't know you? You know, but when, when you have Christ in you, it makes you want to go the extra mile to do anything you can do for others. Because Christ in you is the hope of glory. Amen. The Bible led us to know in Psalms 7 verse 17, it said, and this is an amplified, it said, I will give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness and justice. I will sing praises, I'll sing praise to the name of the Lord most high. In Psalms 35, verse 18, also in Amplified, it says, I will give you thanks in in the great congregation. I will praise you among the mighty people. And in Psalms 45, verse 7, it says, I will make your name be remembered in all generations. Therefore, the people will praise and give you thanks forevermore and forever. What are you thankful for tonight? You know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful that Jesus Christ died on Calvary's cross so that I can have life and have life more abundantly. I was a sinner. I was wretched. I was undone. But he died so that I can give my life to him. 
And I'm so thankful that the day I made up my mind to give my life to him, I'd never look back because I trust a God. I know him for myself. And when I repented of my sin, I was so thankful. When I get baptized in Jesus' name, I was so thankful. When I received the gift of the Holy Ghost, I was so thankful. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And I'm not going to let the world take it away from me. What are you thankful for tonight? Amen. Come on, give the Lord a round of applause tonight if you're thankful. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to invite you all to stand with us tonight. Amen. Just want to say thank you. You don't have to go around and try to do anything drastic. Just just let the person know that, you know, you appreciate them, you thank them. That's the only way we can make this world happy. You know, the one thing that we have in this world right now is that there's not enough love going around anymore in this world. You know, I read something came up on my news today. Uh, a congressperson up in North Jersey in, um, just pulled up at her house in her car. It's down south to it's out Syracuse. Where's that? Syracuse up there? Serpent. Yeah, just in her car, they just shoot her, kill her just like that. And, it, you know, it, it's so sad that we live in the time that we're living in where, you know, you have to be so conscious of your surrounding. You know, you can't be so naive that, yes, you have a God, and you know God will, you know, protect you and keep you. Yes, no doubt, no question about that. But with the same token, he has given us wisdom. And we have to make sure we use our wisdom wisely. Don't think that we're going to drive in places where we're not supposed to be and it's okay to be there. Make sure we continue to trust the Lord. You know, I use the word we continue because that involves me also. I go into places that sometimes, you know, I'm wondering why am I doing in these places? But, you know, I trust God and I use wisdom, of course. And if it's not meant for me to be there, you know, I just tell a person I can't be there. But, you know, I thank God for protecting and keeping all of us together. And, you know, we, we're here, church. You know, let's just get ready for what the Lord has in store for us. And let's just take this world by force. You know, God has given us the privilege to do what we're here to do. I want to try to make sure, you know, we approach it in the right way. We do what we can do for the Lord. Amen. Let's bow your heads tonight as we pray. Father God, we love you. We thank you for the words tonight, Lord God. Lord God, we're so thankful for your blessings, oh God. We're so thankful for your love, oh God. We're so thankful, Lord God, that you've kept us, Lord, in our right minds, oh God. You didn't have to do it, but you did because you love us so much. As we pray tonight, we ask you, Lord God, that you will bless every person that is here, Lord God. And that, Lord God, we'll never take each other for granted, but we'll show love to one another, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. We ask you to keep us and guide us, O oh God. Lord God, we honor you. We give you glory, Lord God. Protect us from accident and danger. Help us, Lord God, that whatever we do in words or in deed, Lord God, will continue to be done in your name. We ask you to protect us as we travel tonight, Lord God, and bring us back, O oh God, whenever the doors are open, to continue to worship you. Bless our church, Lord God, our families, our online congregation, Lord God. Keep us again until we meet again. 
Have your way tonight as we say thanks in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody said amen. We love you. The Lord bless you. Have a good night. Give a good offering if you can help for a building fund. Support our building fund in Jesus' name. Till I'm